Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. So welcome to this couple special of the Pause Purpose Play podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things relationships in these short snippet episodes that will be released every other day to mark the launch of the upcoming book, The Lasting Connection by me, Michaela Thomas. And the reason I'm doing this is because I know life is busy. There's a lot for people to think about at the moment and at the time of recording this you know we're in a lockdown uh, in the UK and we're coming into Christmas season people are really tired and drained so I wanted to do these bite-sized learning snippets for you and obviously knowing that by listening to a podcast you might pick up some tools and some ideas but it's not going to be the full story that you need to make lasting changes in your relationship so you'd need a deeper dive in the book for that or taking one of my courses or working with me one-to-one but with that caveat in place let's dive into this first episode what is love i remember how i was first asked what love is and what a lasting connection actually would look like when i was on a bus on my way from the Bangkok airport on the way to Hua Hin in Thailand for a compassion-focused retreat for psychologists and therapists. And I'd, as you can imagine, been quite jet-lagged, a long journey to Thailand, and I was chatting away to a fellow psychologist. And we've been talking about all sorts of questions around love and relationships. And then she asked me, so what is the answer to a lasting connection? What, what is it all about? And at that point, I was just drifting off to sleep. So what what came out of my mouth was this. Well, basically, if you can own your own shit and tolerate your partner's shit, you got a pretty good start. And that is partly how I start my book in this first chapter of What is Love? It's actually, I've made it slightly more eloquent than that in the book. But the, the sentiment is the same. That it's not just about who you are and what habits you change in your relationship. It's not just about who your partner is and what habits they change in their relationship with you, but it's also the dynamic in between you that comes from actually being able to own what's going on for you, knowing with self-awareness the pieces of the puzzle for you, understanding your personality, understanding what makes you tick, what your wants and needs are, and then doing the same for your partner and having acceptance and loving kindness towards them as well. That is likely to give you a pretty good start. For the longest time, I was writing on this chapter without actually being able to concentrate on anything else but the song by Hadaway, What is Love? Which goes, what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. And it's actually very strange because my thought is that actually as part of being in love with someone, pain actually does go hand in hand with that. Steve Hayes, one of the founders of Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, talks about how we hurt where we care. So when you are hurt by something your partner has said or done, or they are hurt by you, it's because we care. 
if you didn't care about that meaningful connection with them, you know, you wouldn't actually give a toss about what they do to you. But you do care. So most of you listening um, have had experiences of being hurt either in your current relationship or in previous connections you've had. So I want to talk a little bit about that today and how in our modern society, we're so fixated on love as the full answer, the full picture, that love obviously is necessary in a lasting connection, but it's not sufficient. It's not the full story. We also need compassion for a satisfying relationship. And for those of you who, not, who don't know what compassion is, it's sometimes defined as the sensitivity to the suffering of yourself and others with a commitment to alleviate the pain and prevent its return. And what that means in less fancy terms is that you actually do give a damn about yourself and others, that you do want yourself to be well and you want other people to be well. And when we think about compassion and the way I thought about compassion when I wrote this book, um, is that actually consists of a caring commitment. So it's actually a strong commitment that you make to your partner to try to look after them, to try to support them to be there and that's classic for better for worse that we make a commitment or even a vow if you're married to try to be there for each other the thing that is different to this book is that I'm also helping people to be there for themselves that actually the caring commitment of compassion isn't just about other people that you love it's also a commitment to yourself to look after yourself because self-care is couple care there is a strong correlation between your well-being and your relationship's well-being. When you are well, your relationship is more likely to be well, and vice versa. When your relationship is satisfying and feels meaningful, you are more likely to thrive and feel well. So that's where I really, really emphasize that compassion flows in several ways. Not just from you to your partner, but also from you to receive it from your partner flowing in and you giving it to yourself. So that's the first part of compassion, the caring commitment. The second part we think of as clarity and wisdom, insight, understanding yourself and your partner so well that you can start to think about patterns and themes emerging between you, knowing the things you fight about, knowing the challenges you have, and gaining insight from past battles to help you prevent future battles. The last thing that we think of in terms of compassion is the aspect of courage. That the courage to talk about hard things, the courage to sit down and make difficult decisions together, the courage to sit with hard, difficult, challenging feelings like disappointment or anger or fear and explaining to your partner, letting them in to what you're feeling. It takes a lot of courage to do those things. And it can also involve things like saying no or setting boundaries within your relationship when you might be naturally more of a people pleaser. That takes a lot of bravery. We also think in this first chapter about how you can't find someone to quote unquote complete you. You're not looking for, you know, a missing part of you. And once you find that love, then your partner will make you whole, make you full. You're not broken. You don't have vital pieces missing. So that's not really what we're looking for here. We're not looking for another person to be present in your life to make you whole. And having that expectation on love puts a lot of pressure on the relationship for your partner to meet all of your needs all of the time, which is just not realistic. Because no relationship is happy at all times, 
or can sort of endeavor to pursue happiness as a, as a concept, as a state, and then just stay there. All relationships go up and down in fluctuations, like a heartbeat on a monitor. And that's normal and to be anticipated. So the more you can learn that about love, it means it's easier for you to tolerate when your love is threatened or struggling somewhat. And after the year of 2020, where everyone has had a hard time and it's been strains on so many relationships, I think this is an important one to keep in mind, to be realistic about the ups and downs of relationships. That love does not mean that you're in love all the time. Relationships take work and an acceptance of how infatuation and lust will settle down from those early fiery days of passion. It will settle down into a calmer, deeper love. If we can accept that, and not just tolerate it, but actually welcome it in, you're much more likely to have long-lasting connection with your partner. To feel that actually you're embracing that love has many faces, many stages. So in the next episode, I'll talk to you a little bit more about how we use a compassionate mind framework as a way to build these foundations with your partner. But first we'll explore how flammable you are as a couple and what I mean by flammability, whether you're highly combustible or if you need to light a bit more of a spark in your relationship. If you have liked this episode and would like to take a deeper dive beyond a 10 minute snippet on a podcast, then do go and pre-order the book. I'm really, really excited about having it out in February. So you can go to Amazon, Waterstones, bookshop.org, any of the big booksellers will have this book available for pre-order until February 11th. And after that, obviously, you can buy it straight away. And the reason I'm very excited about it is that this book isn't just any relationship book. It's also helping you to do the inner work on yourself, helping you to cultivate more compassion for you and not just for your partner. Stay tuned for the next episode that will drop in just two days from now. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. And as always, do please take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas, and you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. 
And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media. <laughs>